You're listening to John's Cast, the unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. Hey, mate. We've beaten two top eight teams in a row, the Swans and now the Lions. Uh, we didn't do that at all last year, and somehow we've only won five games. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like it was a good performance um, you know, against the Swans, and then we backed it up against Brisbane um, and away from home. Like you've got to hats off to the boys, which is fantastic. Um, it's just unfortunate we've left our run to like to this late in the season where the season's already gone. There's no way we can make finals, um, unfortunately. Um, you know, I guess that leaves us a bit of limbo because on one hand you go, okay, well, there's a bit of hope for next year, but geez, we've, we've ridden the hope train for a while, Jane. Um, and it, it gets a bit old when uh, you know, nothing ever comes to fruition, but. Certainly take the wins when we get them. Yeah, it's been a long season. You know, obviously, you know, we've obviously played a lot better in the last month. Um, but like, just the change in style has been dramatic. Mm. Uh, we went for a full month averaging around 50 points a game. Yep. And you know, since that time, uh, after that month, we're now averaging closer to 100 points a game. So, you know... It's a. It's got to be a mindset. It's got to also be a strategy because uh, you know there certainly seems to be a lot more purpose when we've got the footy. And yes, we can leak goals the other way, but at least we're playing with a drive. And you know, I think that was my biggest frustration for most of this year. Mm. It was like we were just trying to kill time while the other team had purpose. Yep. So um, yeah, like I said, it's been a good, uh, you know, a good little period for us. Um, yeah, I still am not sold on Ben Rutten. Um, yeah, I certainly think, you know, um, we have certainly turned some corner, but, mm. you know, I still think um, while Alistair Clarkson's out there and there's been some talk about, I saw Robert Shaw's tweet, mate, um, where he said, mm. He suggested that the CEO, Xavier Campbell, had spoken to Clarko about a director of coaching role. Now, uh, considering Clarko's been talking to GWS as well, um, I can't see him being that interested in the director of coaching role um, at Essendon, unless there's a little bit of a wink and nod to say, oh, that's all right, we'll get you in at this role and then yeah, we'll, we'll make sure you, you get coach at some stage. I don't think, uh, you know, our, there, you know, there is a cap on the coaching spending. Mm. So I'd also be interested in how you could accommodate an Elsa Clarkson into that yeah. when you're already paying some key assistance uh, right near the, we'd be at the top of the cap now, mate. You know? Yeah. It's not going to grow dramatically. Like I reckon Clark would be wanting, you know, a fair bit of money to um, come mm-hmm. and do it. He's not going to do it as a, yeah, you know, a bit of a wink and nod. You, you'll want true cash behind it. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know where that sits, whether it's just theory, but, yeah, I am interested. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I guess you look at it both ways where, um, you know, you obviously feel for, for Rutten as a coach. Um, you know, he's, he's got the reins, but um, it seems that he did. Oh, the loss of the trust of the players in the game plan, um, or at the very least, wasn't able to get them up 
uh, you know, during the season, which that's your, that should be your key role as a coach um, to get your players fit and firing to, um, yeah, bring the contest uh, to each and every single game. And we certainly weren't in a lot of games, Jane. Um, so he's definitely failed on, on that account. I still think there is a lot of promise in Ben Rudden. Um, but I guess there's a bit of an out for the club if they do decide to go through the uh, Clarkson route. Yeah, they can sort of use the out of saying, you know, Rutten, you've done a good job, but geez, we've we've got the opportunity here to get Alistair Clarkson into the club and, uh, yeah, we're starved to success and uh, we're going to go that avenue. I think that could be you know, palatable um, as much, well, not to Ben Rutten, but I mean, uh, I suppose um, uh, the Bomber fans on either side. Um, as director of coaching, I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. He certainly wouldn't be doing it, um, you know, for half a pack of chips. Uh, he'd be, he'd probably be asking that million dollar mark, Jane, um, just just off his, uh, you know, much like the Paul Ruse, um, you know, when he set up uh, Melbourne, um, yeah, he knew he wasn't going to be there long term, but he's like, well, I can do it, uh, but you're going to have to pay me handsomely mm. for it. Um, and I suppose you look at. Oh, okay, I'm just off these two lists, Jane. Um, you look at GWS and then you look at Essendon. Um, both have promising lists. I think the immediate future, I would I would uh, say GWS has a more talented list um, with a bit more depth. Um, yeah, personally, that's just just how I see it um, as things stand now with you know experience and all the rest of it. Um, but as a big Victorian club, there would be um, you know something. For Clarkson there to say, look, these blokes haven't won a, a final since Sheedy. Imagine if I came in and uh, and you know got there straight away. I mean, um, yeah, certainly aside from your salary as a as a coach or whatever, there'd be a lot more, um, I suppose, lucrative um, uh, opportunities uh, as the. You'll actually, I was going to say, you're going to leave a legacy. Mm. You're the first man to get him for a job, win a final. Um, yep. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, you know, that's got to be a real, a real feather in your cap. And as you say, we haven't. The only other person to win a final since 1968, I think, was John Coleman um, when he was in charge of the team. So that's how far back we go from, you know, without Kevin Sheedy, um, going all the way back to that. That's it, Chairman. Imagine you. Imagine your your past mark is winning a final as opposed to with GWS. I mean, they've been to grand finals, Jane. And mm, well, I've been to one. Well, yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like prelims, yes. grand finals, uh, mm. and that was under Leon Cameron, and even he got the lemon and SARS. Um, mm. So you, I suppose your your pass mark at GWS is a bit higher than it is at Essendon. Mm. So there there would be a lot of um, uh, yeah good ways to to swing it. Whether it'll happen or not, I don't know. But I, I am at least happy he has been sounded out. Um, that means reportedly, that, well, reportedly. I mean, yeah, I'd, like say, a, I'd say it's a fairly solid source if uh, Rob Shaw's gone with it. Yeah, that's true. But um, the other thing that makes me doubt it, uh, you know, a bit is that this would be a big slap against Xavier if um, he was to go down that route because he was the man who basically signed off on Rutten taking the deal without going through a proper process. So if he was then to then go to Clarkson, it would seem his initial take on Rutten was wrong. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you can read it like that, but I guess like 
this year, Jamie, I think Essendon's been at a pretty bloody low ebb. Um, and the, the fans have had a gutful. You've had, like, and it's not just us fans, it's, you know, former players, um, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, even Kevin Sheedy um, seemed to have had a gutful, gutful mid-season uh, when he was saying, you know, oh, players are too soft and, and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, not, he didn't say that, but words to, to that effect that, you know, some blokes are only interested in, um, uh you know, they're not into a war mode, I think. Yeah, that, that's it. So, yeah. um, you know, people were, were coming for both him and and the uh, uh, president. Uh, so, realistically, if, if Xavier then turned around and said, well, okay, look, we'll, we'll cop that, but we've got Alice, Alistair Clarkson, he can effectively turn into a bit of a net win. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean... It's an interesting, um, I suppose, situation. Of, you know, we're, we're starved of success. Um, you know, personally, even you know, the last couple of years, James, I've even said, like, you could bring Sam Mitchell into the club. If that meant Essendon was going to get success, I'd be all for it. I, I hate that bloke with every <laughs> yeah. everything in my soul. But um, yeah. if he got Essendon to success, um, and I guess that's the end of the thing. Like, we all want what is best. Uh, for us in a football club, and it's been a long time, James, since uh, yeah. since we've had success as a club, and honestly, since the uh, it seems um, the club has made decisions for the betterment um, of the club, apart from financially. So um, I'm all for us sending out every option um, to improve us as a club. No, for sure. And like, um, you know, I guess it probably sounds funny with going down this route straight away after a good win against Brisbane, and. Um, the narrative outside of our club is going to be, oh, but Brisbane lost nine players you know, due to COVID. And, um, but we lost a couple of good players on our own in terms of Darcy Parrish and Mason Redmond. Mm. Uh, of course, they weren't their whole back line like Brisbane cops. Um, and like in the end, some people say Brisbane were brave to get within 10. But for us, um, I think I heard during the commentary, Brisbane had only lost one of their past 34 matches at home. Mm. Um, so, and uh, our interstate record is far from stellar. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you never take anything for granted when we're on the road. So, yeah, I think it was a very good win today. And, yeah. um, you know, we saw some key players make some, you know, big-time um Moves like you know, we saw Cole Langford have his best game for the year with 54. Mm. Um, and we saw you know, Peter Wright can continue a bit of a return after he had a really quiet period. He's come back, I think, now with about oh, 16 or 17 goals from the last four or five games, which is yeah. uh, averaging about four, three or four goals a game. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we our whole game styles certainly changed because. I knew I was kind of lost for a while when we were scoring only 50 points a game, mate. It was just rubbish to sit there through games and just see. We're just content trying to hold the ball while the other team was, you know, more attacking. Yep. So if that came on the back of the players going to the truck saying, we don't believe in the way we're playing and there's been a concession and they're, they're now more aligned, um, it's certainly seen a bit of a renaissance, hasn't it? It has, mate, and you know maybe it is just that, um, you know, Ben Runs effectively had two years of 
bit of a free hit. I mean, that one year under Rutten where effectively... Under um, Westfold? Under Westfold, sorry, mate. Um, yeah. yeah, where he was effectively coached, but he just wasn't taking the presses and um, yeah, wasn't, I suppose, the the leading man in front of the, the media. Mm. Um, and then, you know, first year as official coach where he was taking the presses and all the rest of it. And, um, yeah, now the pressure's coming for him um, mm. because... Yeah, we he started building something and then it all all fell away. So, you know, potentially it could just be, you know, we're getting this out there saying we're sending out Clarkson to um, you know, get Rutten to to have that pressure around his job um, to to lift and perform to to the level he's he's required. Mm. Um, but it's just some, I guess, unfortunate in a way that yeah, the scrutiny uh, seems you know, solely on him and not at other senior. Um, senior leaders around the club. Yeah. That, like, our patience is very thin. Um, you, know, uh, you know, if you're an adult and you've had kids, uh, you know, most of your kids would never have seen Essendon as a successful side um, in any realm. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I say to my daughter all the time, you know, we were once one of the powerhouses of the conference, you know, um, only the history book, uh, history books say that. It's not, um, you know, they've got no memories of us, you know, being a, a top-notch site. Um, so, you know, and potentially, you know, you know when kids are the youngest, they can be the most impressionable. And, um, you know, so it's been really good if, you, if you've kept your kids loyal, mate. Um, mm. Like I have, and you know, I'm sure many others have. Um, you know, you'd like to see them see a reward of us being successful, um, because uh, you know, and successful even to the point of winning a final would be something, because that still hangs over us. And um, you know, it's what the kids cop at school um, whenever we're brought up. And, uh, so yeah, let's hope. And just for us adults, we want to see. Yeah, I don't want to get to, you know, I'm in mid 40s now. I don't want to get to 55 and 60 and go, oh, yeah, I remember what it's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, That's it, mate. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, anything that um, we can do to get more on field success, um, yeah. all for it. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the slogan. I don't like the method, but um, yeah, uh, in, a, in a sense, that's what we're talking about. But um, yeah, all within the legal rules, of course. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the game, mate, because um, it was a great effort by the boys. And, uh, you know, it, it seemed like we, we should have been more goals up, especially around the halftime. I, I thought we should have been five goals up instead of just under 16 points. Mm. Um, and just Brisbane kept hanging around. Yep. Uh, and they really came hard at us in the last quarter. It was great to see some resilience. But let's go through the quarters and how do you think the game started, mate? Yeah, it was a bit scrappy, wasn't it? Uh, really interesting. I mean, it's good we won the first clearance, but, uh, yeah, we saw Merritt have that rush kick for goal. We Really, he could have released Heppel. Um, so we missed that one. Rainer up the other end missed. Um, we had that. Yeah, free kick and 50 metres from Robinson. Uh, and we'd see him uh, pop up again, time and time again. Um, 
yeah, and then we saw you know, Stringer try a trick shot over his head before Jones was sort of uh, laced out inside 50, but he missed and, uh, you know, he really didn't have his kicking boots on today. But, um, you know, again, it's more games into him. So, um, you know, you'll take that and he'll he'll be able to um, you know, settle down and get back to that, um, you know, did I dick uh, sort of fame he had previously. Um, yeah, then we had, uh, you know, Good amount of forward pressure, I thought, throughout this game, Jam. There were times throughout the game we were able to just lock it into our forward half and, and really our, our forward 50. Um, but, yeah, we just weren't able to make most of our opportunities because of Hind, uh, intercept, uh, but yeah, didn't even trouble the scorers with his kick. Um, Shield started fairly well. He made a great run and kicked to Langford in the middle of the ground. Who, um, he had snarling ahead, but he, he passed off to Heppel and, Heppel's kick inside 50 was absolutely horrible, just laced out mm. the Brisbane defender. And I just think, you know, those sorts of runs, I know it was early in the game, Jane, but they're just real momentum killers. Yeah, because straight away that went straight up the other end. I mean, mm. it could have been like a two-goal turnaround, you know. Well, that's it. I mean, Joe Danner had that yeah, kick for goal and you could hear the Brisbane crowd. They, they thought it was in. Uh, but uh, no, he, he missed, so we were very lucky there. Um, yeah, McInerney was paid a free. Um, he missed as well. So, you know, each side had their opportunities. Uh, but then finally, after 15 minutes of play, Jane, Langford kicked to the top of the square inside 50 and Draper took a big mark and <laughs> he, he played on, which I wouldn't always advise. He can be a bit of a, uh, a galloping giraffe at times, uh, but he managed to kick the goal, mate. Yeah, he snapped the goal and, um, yeah, he celebrated well and, he is a bit of a barometer for us. So mm. I usually notice when he's up and about, he really does drive the team. Yeah, um, yeah so it was a good start for Sammy. And um, as I said, one of his weak points throughout this season has been getting marks. So that was a really important mark for him to take. And mm. Even though he played on, it was a nice goal. Certainly was. Uh, we then saw Merritt lace out Langford about 40 metres out on a bit of an angle. Unfortunately, his kick was astray before Robinson then marked a huge kick from Hipwood, uh, about 45 metres out, you know, close to the boundary. And you have to say, Jamie, he did kick a very good goal from there. Yeah, he was at his annoying best today. And, um, yeah, he kicked it up. Yeah, it was a good goal. Can't say much more than that. But then there was a beautiful kick from Stringer. Mm. Um, and I reckon it was deliberate. Yep. Where he just kicked it in between the Brisbane players and, straight to Ben Hobbs and, you know, Ben Hobbs showed courage to take the mark. Mm. But it was a, a really good mark and he's a pretty reliable kick, mate, um, around that 30 to 40 metre mark. He is, mate. Um, you know, and, and as you're right, like he was going back with a flight and uh, kept his eyes on the footy to mark it. And, you know, we've seen time and time again guys who who aren't willing to uh, to wear the, the body that, they, that might be coming. Um, you know, on this occasion... You know, there wasn't anyone in his immediate vicinity, so it wasn't going to get cleaned up. But he wasn't to know that, mate. He was he was running back with the flight. So um, great work there from Hobbs. Um, and then right at the death, we saw an incident specialty, mate, allowing the opposition to kick a red-time goal, this time through McCarthy. Yeah, it was six seconds to go. Um, always hurts those. And, yeah, we do concede a lot of red-time goals. Certainly do. So uh, it was a draw at quarter time. Each side, two goals, 3.15. And I think both sides would be ruining their missed opportunities. Uh, and then as we saw the second quarter start, there was some good ball movement uh, from the boys, which saw McGrath kick to Langford. 
a lot um, all along inside 50, um, albeit a bit of a tight angle. Uh, but Langford slotted the goal, mate. Yeah, and uh, although he missed one in the first quarter, uh, he's generally a pretty reliable kick for goal, and uh, even from those angles. So, um, you know, felt pretty confident he'd get his second one, so he did. Mm. Um, but that was kind of answered pretty quick by a nemesis, uh, Joe Dano. Yeah, that's sweet, mate. He kicked up the other ends to uh, keep them level pegging. Uh, let me push forward again. The boys worked its length of only 20 metres out this time, and he duly dogged it. Yeah, two, two quick goals in the second quarter for uh, Kyle Langford. Um, but again, it was that frustration where, um, yeah, you know, he's trying to get a break on Brisbane because you kind of almost seemed like they'd lost a bit of confidence with all those players there. I thought we had an opportunity to kind of get a bit of a mini run. But, yeah, we saw Oscar M- uh, McInerney uh, reply. And, mate, for the hundredth time, did you know, that Kelly Underwood had to keep reminding us. Did you know it was his 28th birthday? Yeah, I, I got that sense that he might have been celebrating something that day. Um, but, uh, <laughs> God, it's so annoying. Like, oh, on his 28th birthday, she kept saying, oh, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, Mind you, it's like the other was, others with uh, Pendlebury with a basketball background, Jane. Yeah. And, yeah. But, uh, no, look, he, um, it was a good mark and goal from McInerney. And then we saw... Uh, McCarthy then lace out Hipwood. Uh, fortunately, he missed, uh, as did Rayner soon after. So, again, they were getting plenty of opportunities but weren't making us pay. Um, you know, we saw Hobbs uh, have a chance and, uh, and missed. Uh, and really, I was disappointed because, yeah, Phillips hit Draper just outside 50, and I thought we really should have had, uh, you know, better opportunity than a, a rush kick from, from Hobbs. Um but uh, again, our, our forward entries continue to be a problem for us. Um, then the lines really flooded our forward line um, as we push forward again. Hobbs again was able to put a boot on it, uh, but just a minor score on this occasion. And soon after, Caldwell had a rush on a goal on his left, uh, and he missed a lot, mate, out of bounds of the full. Um, yeah, Jones then looked to have snapped a, an absolute beautiful goal, Jane, but uh, just one of those... Um, things about footy when, when it's yeah, not the your old day. right break, <laughs> yeah. When it's not your day, um, the ball just yeah bounced yeah, right on its end, uh, to go away from goal, uh, when it looked to be going straight through. Um, but fortunately, we won back the footy and uh, Merritt hit Langford with a beautiful uh pass, but and Langford just didn't mark it. He did get the free though, and was good enough to kick his third goal, yeah. And the uh, commentators kind of implied that. Langford heard footsteps. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he, he should have taken the bar, to be honest. Like, and he was lucky to get that mm. paid as a free kick, but we took it and Kyle Langford kicked his third. That's it, mate. Uh, then we reloaded and came again with Guelphie getting his hands out to Shield. He was able to snap the goal on his left. Yes. Yeah. Dylan Shield, uh, considering how bad he was playing, you know, especially you know, in that Sydney game. And, mm. Yeah, he's answered with a bomb. He's very uh, capable of winning many contested ball out of the centre, um, just with his burst of speed. And, you know, it's great that he's starting to build some confidence, um, you know, mm. out of that and and having a go at goals, which is something we've bemoaned, mate, where he's been kind of always seems to be uh, reluctant to pull the trigger. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um uh, then we saw uh, Cockatoo launch one, but he missed. Uh, then Heppel won the footy on the wing and went 1-2 with Shield. 
uh, to then hit two meter Peter out in front, right on 50. Uh, but his kick hit the post uh, while we rushed one up the other end uh, for the spin. Uh, but then two meter Peter marked and had his arm chopped. And this time he went back to slot the goal. Yeah, he had his cider and um, came back <laughs> and kicked his, his next one. And um, yeah, what a great pickup. This is a bloke who couldn't get a game for the Suns. Yeah, mate, it was. Uh, it was great to see that go through. And then we saw uh, Draper win the next tap and he handballed to Langford, who um, seemed to me like he spent it before he had it, Jane, because he cocked mm. it up. He uh, sort of took his eye off the footy. Uh, but fortunately, uh, Ridley was able to save the next entry and I thought he was playing uh, a really good role down there. Uh, Bailey then had a, a pretty open run at goal, but fortunately he missed and normally he'd, he'd snaffle those up, Jane. Uh, before we saw Martin then hit Caldwell inside 50 right at the death, and this one was really frustrating because uh, rather than have a shot for goal, um, you know, we stuffed around with it, which saw uh, Stringer you know, get a mark, but it was after the siren, so we didn't even get a uh, scoring opportunity. Uh, but at the end of that half, Jane, uh, we were up by 16 points, so seven goals, 6.48, to their four goals, 8.32. Yeah, and we finished the quarter well, but one thing I found interesting, and I kind of liked it in a way, was Zach Merritt was, you know, Pretty adamant, or you know, animated towards Caldwell. Meaning, like you've got to take the opportunity there. Like you know, you could see that he wanted. Uh, he's kind of imploring um, Caldwell to have a crack at that next time, um, mm. which is probably good for his learning. But um, later, John was well. But um, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, definitely ended that quarter the better, and um, yeah, we have a sixteen point break. Um, the way Brisbane were playing, I, I felt we had an opportunity to, you know, as long as um, Bacon didn't get into them and change the game plan too much, we, I thought we, you know, we should hold on to a win. Um, mm. I don't know, that's tempting bait when you barrack for Essendon and start feeling like you're going to win, but that's the vibe I was getting from the team. Yeah. Started the third quarter and, um, yeah, we, we just got to rush behind to start that, mate. Yeah, rushed behind uh, before we saw Fort marking goal. Now he'd uh, had his eyeball <laughs> almost taken <laughs> yeah. out by Phillips early in the ruck contest. And uh, I remember us talking at half time, and I thought, you know, if he gets up, he can be a threat aerially. And we certainly mm-hmm. saw that uh, different times uh, throughout this second half in particular. Um, and, you know, so Fort marked and goal that first one. Then we saw McInerney uh, kick one as we really struggled to uh, move the ball outside of their 50. Uh, and then we saw Stasevic, you know, come barreling through the middle of the ground before Phillips, like, made a really important smother, Jane. Um, you know, I thought if they got that one, they could have really taken momentum. Um, and we worked it forward, and as the ball bobbled in the air, two-metre Peter decided to go for an arsy, you know, kick out of the air rather than make a certainty of it and, uh, you know, grab it and put it on the boot, and he missed. And I just thought that was a you know, real missed opportunity. Um, and then we saw the Lions go end to end and uh, yeah, Cameron skirted the boundary. I mean, he, he was at least three metres out, but the, the umpires let him play on. Um, and he kicked it to the square and McInerney ended up with it and you thought, oh, here we go. But Zerk Thatcher saved a certain goal with an important tackle. Um, I thought that was that was massive from Zerk. That was huge. I, you know, I was just thought, oh, here we go. And then all of a sudden Zerk's just come onto the screen and barreled him over legally and um, yeah he, he, he was certainly a bit hurt from that I reckon he got winded 
from that effort, but what a great tackle. Absolutely, mate. And then it was our time to turn to go end-to-end uh, and Hep kicked, kicked the goal. Um, yeah, nice goal on the wrong side for left footer, you have to say. Um, Bit of a crumb. And, yeah, and that was followed up soon after when two-metre Peter marked in the pocket and he went back to slot it, mate. Yeah, and yeah, it was a good reply because Brisbane, as you said, mate, was starting to gain momentum uh, kicking those two goals and it was great to see us reply. Was, mate. Uh, unfortunately, we saw McCarthy snap one back for the Lions uh, and then the Lions were lining up for another um, uh, yeah, McCarthy. Um, yeah, McCarthy fended off high uh, and Robinson gave away another 50 uh, to get us out of danger. So a uh, bit of a lucky break there. Uh, then we later had a nice chain up the ground, ending in a mark and shot for goal by Jones. Uh, but unfortunately, it was a bit of a tight angle. He kicked it right into the far post to go out of, out of bounds on the full. But it was good signs we were starting to move the ball uh, more positively, Jane. Um, unfortunately, though, around that time, we saw D'Ambrosio uh, go off with a bit of a limp after Rainer had crashed into him, uh, fairly, I have to say. Uh, but then we saw Hind lace out Guelphie inside 50, and he popped it up for two-metre Peter to, again, mark 20 metres out this time, and he kicked it straight through for another. Yeah, Payne, who was playing on right, was having a, you know, starting to see what Peter Wright's capable of. Mm. Um, he, you know, he was trying to play in front of him, and Peter Wright was then, you know, getting the, the jump at it. And, um, yeah, you could see Peter Wright's um, confidence was certainly growing, and, uh, you know, and our players, in turn, grew confidence kicking at the ball to him. Yeah, mate, it was, um, yeah, great to see. Um but then, uh, you know, as Jones marked a nice footy on the wing, unbeknownst to him, Hobbs had given away a, a pretty soft free, I'd have to say, for a bit of a jumper grab. Uh, and when he kicked it, you know, that was paid 50. So uh, fortunately, McGrath was good enough to, to get a fist. You know, I thought he was playing a, a really good defensive role for us on the day, Jane. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, soon after, McCarthy snapped another very classy goal from the pocket um, to get him that bit closer. Yeah, it was a nice goal. I've got to give him that. And uh, he doesn't need much opportunities, that guy. Uh, he, he had three goals by at this stage. Mm. And um, again, I was wondering, uh, you know, we hadn't seen a lot from Jake Stringer. I was thinking, oh, we're going to get a return. Can we get a big quarter from him coming up? But uh, yeah, we saw him get one behind. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, but uh, look, the boys uh, kept going. We saw Lav um, come off for a bit when uh, Danaher gave him a fair shove in the back and then uh, put an accidental knee into him. Uh, so he yeah, would have been fairly winded after that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we saw Neil uh, try to sidestep Zerk Thatcher inside 50 and Zerk bloody pole drive him, James. <laughs> yeah, great the tackle. Yes. Uh, and he won the footy, um, which is great to see him get rewarded for that. Um, but then we saw, uh, you yeah, know, Robinson... Uh, just chuck a boot at the footy inside a bit of a pack situation and it just uh, dribbled through for a goal to uh, to keep them in touch, Jane. Yeah, and, um, yeah, that, that was just a, a lot of luck in that, mate. I can't say there's a lot of skill. And, um, mm. He just had the friendly roll and it went straight through. So, but we did reply. We did, mate. When uh, when Caldwell got the next clearance and he pumped it in long for two-metre Peter, who again marked 30 metres out this time, to kick his fourth. Yeah. yeah. Big big game for uh, Peter Wright, you know, 
um, we needed him to stand up, and he certainly was doing that. Yeah, Brisbane will be ruining uh, they didn't have the likes of Harris Andrews and so forth to, to put on a Peter Wright. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we took the most of that opportunity. And, uh, you yeah, coming into three-quarter time, we saw uh, Massimo was actually subbed out of the game. Mm. We've, um, you yeah, know, we saw Braden Ham come in, who was the medical sub. Yeah, it looked like a, a fair corky for D'Ambrosio, so Ham coming on. Um, and, uh, yeah, so went into that, uh, fourth quarter, up by a couple of goals, so 11 goals, 9.75 to their 9 goals, 9.63. And we saw Zerk Thatcher start that fourth quarter with a couple of really solid grabs, Jane, um, before Merritt beelined the footy and kicked it beautifully to Langford right in the goal square, Jane, who uh, played on and quickly kicked the goal. Yeah, it was off the back of a big tackle from Jake Stringer. Mm. Um, you, know, where, you know, that was a huge tackle because... Brisbane had to got the ball out. You know, who's to say what would have happened? But with that tackle, the Bills ball spilled into um, Merritt, and that was a classy kick, you know, um, straight to Langford. Who marked and played on quickly and kicked the goal. And as you say, that's his fourth. So I think that was a personal best too, four goals. Yeah, mate, uh, which is great to see. Uh, with this little stringer, uh, Mark one in the pocket, but he missed his shot and goal, um, as did McCarthy up the other end. Uh, I think Caldwell um, had a bit of a horror run where he coughed the footy up on successive plays. There was one where he kicked across uh, the face of goal, Jane, right in the back line, and then one up the wing. Um, and that, like that, those kicks, um, yeah, they can they can really hurt you. Um, and it ended in a, an easy mark and goal to to Cameron, who'd been wild held up until that point, and you just sort of thought, bloody, I'll hope this isn't, you know. Yeah, the spark that uh, that gets him going. Mm. Um, yeah, Kelly had done a great job on Cameron all game. Mm. Uh, it was the first time that he got open in the forward 50. He did, mate. Uh, then we saw McCarthy then have another shot towards goal. Uh, and this was offline, but Zerk again took another intercept mark for the quarter. He was uh, really putting it on. Uh, and then Danaher had another shot for goal, but uh, missed the lot, as he's uh, wont to do, mate. Uh, but unfortunately, we we coughed it up and uh, Michael, the debutant for the Lions, scooped up the footy and dubbed a very classic goal to have them within 10 points. Yeah, it had an excellent fade on it. And, um, yeah, it was yeah, it just went straight through the goal. Um, you know, at one stage, it looked like it started in the behind place uh, and then, yeah, as I said, faded right through the stick. So, yeah, classy goal by him. Mm. Well, this is a uh, Caldwell winner free. Um, you know, going for the footy in the centre of the ground, and he pumped it in long for uh, two-metre Peter to take another big grab and kick number five, Jane. Yeah, great effort by Peter. Um, really needed a reply. Mm. Um, as I said, the crowd was starting. Yeah, it had been pretty much not much atmosphere, mate, most of the game. Mm. But you sensed Brisbane's crowd was starting to get restless. Yep. Um, so when he replied, it was great. But, uh, yeah, Brisbane weren't about to give up. They certainly weren't, mate. Um, and it sounded like at this time, you know, a bit of the fix was in. Some home home team uh, calls started to get paid. Um, you know, we saw Draper get smashed in the pocket without the footy. Um, nothing doing there. Uh, but when Guelphie went to tackle, that was a you know, giving away a free for high. Uh, that probably was there, but uh, still a bit stiff, I thought, uh, before the Lions worked to end to end. And we saw McCluggage uh, throw his head back to, to play for a free. Um, 
which I thought was, you know, he's a classy player, but I thought that was pretty soft from him. Mm. Um, they gave him the free, but they can't kick him for you. And he missed mm. um, he missed that chance for goal, which was lucky for us. Uh, we then saw um, Hind and Snelling um, then sort of get in each other's way to spoil themselves, um, where really they, they should have called, you know, who was going to take that one, because we were out at that time. Um, and we saw uh, McInerney, Mark inside 50, uh, but missed from just 20 metres out straight in front, Jane. Absolutely incredible. And you thought, you know, that could have been the one to, uh, uh, you know, to break the tide. On his 28th birthday. On his 28th birthday. <laughs> um, and then we saw um, you know, Hipwood then mark in the pocket from a McInerney pass. And, like, that was a beautiful goal, Jamie. Bloody threaded it to have them with the goal. Uh, yeah. And I thought, buddy, I don't tell me we've, we've played him into form as well. Um, but we went again with Zerick passing to Draper. He made a nice handball to Caldwell, who ran inside 50, Jamie, and he thumped a beautiful goal. Yeah, great goal. And, you know, really classy. Because uh, yeah, he'd been, been doing all the tough things. As you said, he made a few errors. But, like, uh, yeah, he made uh, Lockie Neal's job absolutely help. You know, like... Mm. He would have known Jai's name because he was rock siding the, the whole day. And um, yeah, to, to have a bit of uh, icing on the cake with a nice goal. Mm. But before I could uh, take too much uh, you know, joy out of that, uh, when Brisbane were coming again. They were, mate. We saw Rayner mark 20 metres out straight in front of the goal and he uh, yeah, slotted it straight through. Uh, and then we saw Madden out body hind right on 50 to mark, but fortunately he didn't trouble the scorers. Um, Neil also had a ping, but he also missed. Uh, and then we got a bit of a lucky break uh, when a free was paid to Zerk Thatcher for a jump, jump and grab and a push, push in the back in the middle of the ground. Um, and he slowed the play down a bit. And this time we were happy we slowed the play down, James, just uh, eating up that clock. Uh, but he kicked it inside 50 and Grolfi pounced on the footy and, uh, yeah, as he went to pick up the ball, um, you know, he was taken high. Um, you know, whether you think it was there or not, it was paid. Um, I, I personally don't like those those frees, Jane, because yeah, there was not much um, uh, they could have done there. Um, yeah, but I, I kind of have an opinion on this, and maybe because I'm biased. Mm. But Ralphie already had his head over the ball, um, so it's incumbent on the player to tackle him to avoid. Knocking the player with his head all over already over the ball, mm. which um, you know I don't think Bailey did. Um, mm. So yeah, that's the penalty you pay if he tackled from the side, which he could have easily done, and mm. he would have avoided that. But he, he took him front on, yeah. and it wasn't a duck; it was already his head was down. So mm. that's probably my view. And I've got to say, um, great to see well kick that goal. Yeah, but I also love the booing of the Brisbane fans. <laughs> I know then they actually, you know, they lost a bit of pace off that race for the top four. Yep, because they could have been equal with the same amount of points, uh, with forty-four points that they'd have won today, mm. and they've dropped the game. And the bombers say, "Stop you, Brisbane!" <laughs> Absolutely, um, you Danaher and the horse you rode in on, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, can get stuff. So we uh, we did take out the game. 15 goals, 10, 100 to the Lions. 13 goals, 12, 90. So, um, yeah, it was great to get the 
get the win rate. Yeah, that was. And like, I think even last year when we made the finals, one of the criticisms was we couldn't beat teams in the top eight. I think we only beat one last year. Mm. So to do it in successive weeks, um, regardless of what you think of Brisbane today, you know, there'll be a lot, as I said, outside the club that will give Brisbane a lot of excuses. Uh, yeah, with all those players impacted on by the protocols and and so forth. But uh, you still have to go up to Brisbane and, and beat them on their home deck. And they still had a number of quality players in the side. So um, it certainly wasn't like we're playing their second team. And, you know, we had to hold our nerve to hold on to the win. So, yeah, I, I still think it was a really good effort by our club. Was, mate. Um... That was a great win. So, um, yeah, we definitely take them as um, uh, as much as our um, start of the pod started on a, um, you know, I suppose, you know, looking for uh, different ways to do things. It was um, good to see that um, things start to click, um, you know, with the team because it did look like the, um, you know, you saw the, the handballs between players. There was some beautiful work. Um, on the wings, particularly to work the ball between each other, um, we started to find each other by foot as well. There were still some, um, you know, pretty glaring deficiencies in terms of our uh, movement by foot. Um, but there was a lot to take away from that game to go. Okay, well, look, maybe whatever game plan they've worked on, they've you know reverted a bit and started playing a bit more of that game plan we were playing last year. So uh, yeah, well done to uh, the team and also to the coaches for. Um, for getting that win. Um, so, um, no, we definitely take it. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully there's a few more wins to um, yeah, at least get a bit of a, a few more smiles um, yeah, by the end of the season, mate. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when you go to Marvel next week, you play the Suns. Um, we've had a you know, dramatic win over the Tigers. You know, mm. the Tigers were up well, about five or six goals at one stage and, you know, um, a kick after the siren. Um, so, you know, what better way would be to beat both Queensland sides in successive weeks? Um, so, yeah, let's hope uh, the bomber crowd turns out um, next Sunday uh, to take on the Suns in what will be a pretty good game, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, you know, Suns are playing some good footy this year. Um, so they certainly won't be, um, be any easy beats, mate. Yeah. Well, let's have a break and come back with the Don's Cars Middle Road. And you're listening to Don's Cast, and we're celebrating a big win over the Brisbane Lions. And let's go with our Don's cast medal votes, mate. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, this one was a bit of a tough one for me. I mean, there were a few standouts, but um, there were a lot of really important role players uh, as well for us, James, which, um, um, yeah, you could have easily given votes to, uh, but we only give the five, of course. Um, but as I always go from the bottom, um, with one vote, I had to go with uh, Brandon Zerk Thatcher. I thought uh, he played a really solid game for us. Um, other day, Jane actually racked up the 21 disposals, um, which is a 
pretty bloody big effort from him. Certainly not something we've seen many times uh, previously. But what I liked most about him was his um, just dependability with his marking. Uh, he never seemed to lose his head. Uh, took the seven marks overall and actually had eight intercept possessions in total. Uh, further to that, he actually used the ball really well. Uh, went at 90.5% uh, disposal efficiency, uh, which is great to see. And uh, won five contested possessions. So he, uh, yeah, he cracked in all game. Uh, and certainly in that last quarter in particular, made some really important marks. And uh, yeah, that tackle in McInerney, which we talked about as well, um, was certainly uh, well made. So great game from Zerk and definitely deserve it of a vote there. Um, with two votes, um, I went for Caldwell. He played a, a really important role for us um, on the day, Jamie, against uh, Lockie Neal, who's cut us off on multiple occasions um, in the past. And, um, yeah, Caldwell just didn't seem to give him uh, yeah, too much rope. Jamie was right on to him any time he, he looked like getting the footy. Um, but not only that, that defensive aspect, he also racked up 26 of his own possessions and, uh, you know, had 513 metres gained for us um, with uh, seven tackles as well. And I'm sure a few of those were on... Uh, Lockie Neal <laughs> as he tried to blitz away with the footy. But I thought the way he continued to present, he's got the four, uh, four marks, was excellent. Uh, yes, his, um, his use by foot is still wanting uh, for mine. Um, you know, just to only go at 73% disposal efficiency. Um, yeah, and a couple of really big howlers, I thought, Jane. Um, yeah, you can work on that, but he's still a young player. And he's, uh, I thought he played a really good game for us. So two votes to him. Three votes I went for Kyle Langford. Um, just, again, another um, bloke who just used the ball with class, kicked four goals, one, and got another goal assist as well, and took seven marks and made three tackles, James. So um, excellent game from Kyle Langford. So uh, three votes to him. With a four, I had to go with uh, Peter Wright. Um, yeah, kept us in it and... Um, kicked the five goals and uh, took a number of really big marks, James. Had the eight marks in the end, um, which is excellent. Um, and really simply, when you look at it, he kicked five goals too, so could have even had had a few more. Um, so uh, nah, great work from your four when you get five goals from him. Uh, but with the five votes, I had to go for Zach Merritt. I thought he was uh, you know, easily our best on uh, 31 disposals, but used the ball so well. Um, actually had six clearances. Made eight tackles, uh, took five marks, and uh, got us 565 metres gained. Um, and, yeah, to go with his own stuff, he, he also made uh, three goal assists, which was um, absolutely vital. Um, so, fantastic game from Zach Merritt um, with the five eights. But how about yourself, mate? How'd you read it? Yeah, I agree with you, mate. I gave Zach Merritt five. I thought he was definitely our best player. Um, yeah, as you say, the eight tackles are really impressive by him. And, uh, you know, I gave four to Peter Wright. I thought his five goals were pivotal for us winning the game. So, um, you know, I, I think Brisbane were coming pretty hard at us in that second uh, half of, you know, various times. And he was the one that was, you know, generally replying with goals to keep, us, uh, keep them at bay. So gave him the four. We gave three to Caldwell. I thought he, you know, his job on Neil was really impressive. Um, yeah, yes, he did make a few errors, skill errors and so forth, but, uh, yeah, he kicked that beautiful goal um, in the last and, yeah, it was really important. And, you know, he's just a tough player, mate, and he's only a young player. People forget that, I think. You know, he's only 21 or 22, so, um, 
he's got a big future that kid and he'll keep getting better as he gets more midfield time. Uh, you know, with Darcy Barris now out, he's going to get more opportunities, I think. Um, two to Langford, I thought his four goals were really important. You know, he didn't do a lot uh, throughout the game like these other ones that I've mentioned already, but um, just his uh, awareness around goals is really smart. And, you know, we've really missed this guy all year. Um, so I think he's building now. Hopefully we see the best of Kyle for the rest of this season. And I gave one vote, mate, and I left out a, a number of players that could have easily got this one, but I, I gave it to Lab. I thought his job on Joe Danaher was brilliant. Um, you know, uh, he made Joe, you know, you've got, you got to remember how much centimetres he's actually giving away. Mm. It's a really good day for footy, um, type of footy that um, Joe Danaher should thrive on. Uh, just his toughness, um, you know. He's just a, such a competitor. And I know they kept saying, oh, he's, the, he's had the most goals kicked on him. But you got to remember the defensive pressure we had on our, our, you know, our midfielders were putting on our opposition early in the year. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered if you had every best backman, you know, Stephen Silvani, uh, Dustin Fletcher, Mick Martin, whoever you want to say. Mm. Um, every one of them would have been conceding goals if you don't have pressure up the field. So, yeah, um, yeah I thought Lab was, you know, had a really good game and I wanted to reward him. But, yeah, apologies to, yeah, Zerk Thatcher. Um, yeah, I thought he had a really good and important last quarter as well. Certainly did, mate. Uh, he's made, made a number of really important saves. So, uh, well done to Lav. Um, all right, so I'll tally up the votes, Jane. And I'll start from the bottom as always. Um, so one vote each to Zerk Thatcher and Jake Stringer. Two to uh, Massimo D'Ambrosio. Uh, three votes each to Hebel and Cutler. Four to Andy McGrath. Five votes apiece to Zam Durham, Kyle Langford and Alec Waterman. Seven votes to Zach Reed. Eight votes each to Hobbs and Ridley. 11 to Guelphie. 12 to Caldwell. 14 to Jake Kelly. 16 to Archie Perkins. 18 to Jaden Laverde, Sam Draper on 19, Peter Wright on 40, um, Nick Martin on 44, Mason Redman on 45, Dylan Shiel on 49. And the top three, we've got Nick Hyde on 51, Darcy Parrish on 54. And out in front, we've got Zach Merritt with 55 Don's cast medal votes. Mm, so Zach has uh, finally got on top. And, you know, sad news with him, Darcy Parrish is out for a month. So, you know, those next three games at least um, could be a chance for Zach to really seal it up. But, um, yeah, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this uh, goes. And we always like comparing our, our uh, votes to the Crichton medal at the end of the year. Yeah, pretty, generally they've been pretty close, mate. Um, even though they have a totally different way of voting. Um, you know, generally, around the top 10, I think we've had seven or eight each time. So, it'll be interesting mm. to see how we go as this season winds down. But, um, yeah, interesting game. Great to win. So, let's have one more break and we'll come back by the numbers.
and you're listening to Dom's cast. And we continue with By the Numbers, mate. And we start with Andy McGrath. It's good to see him come back. Again, he's doing that defensive role, but he's got, yeah, you know, I like when he's uh, you know, playing in that role. But he also gives us some run and dash. And, you know, I thought he had a pretty good game on return 18 disposals, 14 kicks, four, mar- four handballs, four marks, just a one tackle. But, um, yeah, I thought he was very good defensively. Yeah, he did, mate. Uh, I thought he played a really solid role for us. It was great to see him, you know, get a fist in here and there. And I thought he, um, you know, played a fairly uh, good role um, as that sort of small defensive forward down there. So, um, no, great to see him play some good footy and good to see him get a goal assist as well throughout the game. Sam Draper, mate, he certainly didn't dominate this game. Um, he, you know, I thought he was important at patches, um, had some good taps and so forth. But, uh, yeah, he... Hit that nice goal right, we talked about earlier, but um, yeah, just the two marks, and I, I think yeah, again that's something that he just has to keep working on is uh, building up so that he can become a real marking target for us. Mm. Um, yeah, his marking totals, yeah, are a little bit concerning to me, and I'm hoping that yep. yeah that will come as he yeah grows with game knowledge and IQ. Yeah, that's a that's the thing. It's that game awareness, uh, isn't it? Like as you said earlier, Jamie, it can be a real barometer for us. So if we can get him more involved in games, like throughout all four quarters, not just you know little periods here and there, um, he could be such a massive weapon for us. So um, no, I thought he played a solid game for us. There was times where he, um, you know, just really lifted the side. You know, with that mark outside, um, just inside the square, and kicking that goal, which is excellent. Uh, but then there's other times where he, he just seems to fade away from the um, the game a little bit. Um, but, again, it's more games into this young bloke and, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what he develops into, mate. Yeah, and sometimes he bites off a bit more than he can chew. I don't know if you remember that, Harley, mate, where he kind of wanted to do a 360 on him and got his arm pinned and got pulled for throw and they took it down the other end and got a goal out of that. You know, he probably did something more basic and might have avoided that. So... Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of times, it's brilliant to watch, you know, as he takes them on out of the centre bounce. So, yeah, he'll just balance that up as he as he gets more knowledge. Yep. Cole Langford, mate, he's uh, come back with the personal best four goals um, and, you know, 18 disposals, 13 kicks, five handballs, seven marks, three tackles, and most importantly, four goals. Yeah, no, great game from Cole. Obviously, uh, both gave him votes. Uh, so not much more for me. Great game. Yeah. Well, another one who got in both our votes was Joe Caldwell. And again, did a great job on Lockie Neal. You know, he kept him to low 20s uh, disposal. And um, yeah, he got 30, uh, sorry, got 26 himself, 14 kicks, uh, 12 handballs, four marks, seven tackles, mate. And you know, that beautiful goal uh, coming out of the square. Absolutely. It was a, it was a sight to see. So, um, no, he played a massive role for us. And like as always, like knocking knocking Neil usually he racks up 40 odd um on us and yeah, kicks a number of goals. So to keep him fairly quiet by his standards was great work. So um no, well done to Jai Corbell. Yeah. Uh Zach Merritt, we both gave him best on, mate. He had a great game, 31 disposals. Um, yeah, he had the eight tackles, as you said earlier. And um yeah, it wasn't it wasn't only to his goals as uh, he did last week, but uh, still played a very important game. He did, mate. Yeah, massive game. Uh, again, best on. Uh, not much more to say. Fantastic work from Zach. 
Yeah, I thought Ben Hobbs started the game well. Um, yeah, he, I thought he faded a little bit in the second and third quarters, but um, yeah, he kicked that nice goal, taking the bravery of um, taking that mm. mark in between Brisbane players. Yeah, and he didn't get a lot of the balls, just the thirteen disposals. So he had eight kicks, five handballs, five marks, just the two tackles, and the one goal. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a real player for us. Just keep getting games into him and yeah, keep giving him snippets on the um, yeah in the midfield. Yeah, mate. Um, again, it's it's more games with this bloke, and he he never you know shies away from a contest. Um, like yes, he can. You know, go out of games every now and then, but it's, remember he's, he's 18 years old, James. Um, yeah, but he, and he just keeps presenting. Um, and with courage as well, like, yeah, five marks I, I think speaks to how much he um you know, runs and gets involved in the game. Um, so I thought it was another good effort from him, um, particularly when he's playing more forward pocket, um, as opposed to you know that midfield role which he'll develop into. Um, so I thought it was another you know, great game from Ben Hobbs, yeah. Dylan Shield, mate, he's uh, knows how to get a clearance, I'll tell you now. Um, and he's uh yeah, he's had 25 disposals, 12 kicks, 13 handles, uh, three marks, five tackles. So that's the most noticeable thing I've noticed mm. from him is just his want to tackle now. And uh, yep. he, he busts the gut to lay a tackle. Yep. And I don't think he could have said that yeah, a few years ago. No, uh, that's the that's the thing. He's uh put together a really great you know, month and a half or so of footy, uh, which is all credit to him. Yeah, as we said before, again, he's another one who um, you know, he could have easily given a vote to uh, with his involvement in the play and um, yeah, the eight clearances, five five tackles, just absolutely um, great work. I'm loving his um, he's back in his his running carry again, Jane. Um, yeah, because he that's that's his real weapon, and we didn't see that first half of this year. Um, so it's great to see him uh, back fit and firing and. Uh, yeah, certainly while most of us were you know, launching him into a way out of a cannon um, you know, halfway through the year, I think all of us have uh, sort of changed our stripes and uh, certainly loving what, he, what he's bringing to the side week in, week out now. Yeah, it's been an impressive return. Um, as you say, mate, I think we're all pretty fed up. With, I remember us quoting how much money he was getting paid and his output certainly wasn't matching that. Mm. But uh, he's really stepped up and I think he leads the league in uh, clearances, which is... Pretty big, um, you know. So now it's just improving on that. But um, yeah, really good for Dylan that he's been able to do that. Um, Will Snelling, mate, he's taken a bit of time coming back from this injury, and um, you know he's had an injury injury interrupted season, uh, no doubt. He's, yeah, he, again, he's never really that noticeable until you look at his stats, and uh, you might be surprised he had fifteen disposals, seven kicks, eight handballs. One mark and three tackles, but yeah, he's a bit bumbly at times. He had the old iron hands going at times, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, I thought he was really good in that last one. Yeah, look, he's starting to find, um, forget that game sense again, finding the right spots. Um, so again, uh, like he's he's shaken off that rust from a fair bit of time out of footy. Um, so I dare say he'll be better for the run, mate. Yeah, player, another player that I was, uh, you know, toying to give votes. I thought it was one of his better games of the year. It was uh, Jordan Ridley. You know, pretty important game for him. He you know, 26 disposals, you know, 22 kicks, four handballs, 10 marks, mate. And uh, you know, he, he didn't lay a tackle, but that's not his go. He's, he's that intercept marking. Yep. And those 10 marks, pretty impressive. And, you know, went at 77% efficiency. Yeah, I, th- I thought he played a, a solid game for us. Um, 
game, like as you say, those ten marks were, were huge. Um, again, I, I'm still bemused as to why he, he doesn't use his uh, peg to the you know to his damaging best. We've we've seen him use that before. Um, he usually taking the the uh, sort of safe options, um, but his ability to find the footy and, and take grabs at, at critical moments as well, James was uh, was great to see uh, today. So um, yeah, I thought a solid game from Rids. Yeah, uh, lad mate, I, I found him a vote. What did you think of his game? Yeah, I thought he um, played really really solidly, James. Like again, I, I could have easily given him a vote. I, you know, talking to you throughout the match and. Uh, yeah, I thought he was playing a really good role on, on Danaher. Just um, yeah, making sure Danaher was held accountable at all times. Um, yes, Danaher you know, got away occasionally and you know, got that goal. Could have had a couple of others as well. But um, you know, Joe being Joe, he, he missed those shots. He uh, really could have gobbled up. Um, but I thought Laverde just um, yeah, made himself known you know, throughout the game and Having the nine intercept possessions um, and use the ball very well by foot as well, went at 90, 90.5% uh, with nine contestant possessions um, to go with sort of eight marks. I thought he uh, played a great game, actually racked out the four tackles as well. So, um, yeah, not much you, more you could have done there. And he's given up so much height, like week in, week out. So, um, yeah, hats off to Jaden Laverde for another uh, really good performance. Yeah. Uh, Nick Hine, mate, he's another one who got plenty of the footy. Uh, mm. 27 disposals, 20 kicks, seven handballs, three marks, five tackles, uh, and it went at 82% efficiency. So he could easily have got a vote himself. Um, but I think he's a victim of his own standards now because he's had a stellar month, really. Um, mm. So another good game from Nick Hine. Probably, you know, at times I remember a few errors, but I, I like how he you know, takes them on and yeah, the Brisbane players were certainly trying to get in his head early. Mm. Uh, they really, you know, you can see Fagan's put a lot of work into him. Um, yep. And they, when he got caught, I think, by Charlie Cameron, you saw the intent from Cameron. And, um, yeah, he really pushed it, Nick Hind into the ground. And it was like to say, hey, don't try and take me on. But um, true to Nick Hind's uh, style, he just kept running all game. He did, mate. Um, yeah, I thought like his his ball use wasn't always as effective as it could be, but you know he he certainly played his role as that a sort of attacking halfback. You know, six hundred and eighty-one meters gain is huge, um, and you know I suppose the only thing that um, you know he really could have done better was I suppose lowering eyes a little bit in terms of his kicking inside fifty, uh, and also when he had that shot at goal. Um, would have been nice to see him slot that. But, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're talking about the half-back here, Jamie. We, we have to remember, or at least I have to remember. Um, so, uh, like, for for actual role, he, he you know, done his running carry thing um, brutally. And there was a couple of times where he just split packs um, with his um, uh, just ability to weave in and out of traffic, Jamie, which is uh, great to see. So I just love that sort of dash from Nick Hine. And yes, you'll get run down every now and then, but I just love the way he attacks it. So I thought he played a, yeah, another really solid game for us. Yeah, Peter Wright, uh, we've spoken about him, mate. He was his five goals. You know, uh, I like this stat, mate, for him. 11 disposals, 11 kicks. You know, he's got no time for handballs. Um, <laughs> and eight marks and that zero tackles. So it kind of lays him up. You know, he's up there for the be a tackling beast. Yep. Uh, he's taking those big contested marks, mate, kicking those goals. 
Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, both gave him uh, good votes. So, yeah, fantastic game. Like a really strong, um, you know, power forward sort of game, Jane, uh, which is great to see from uh, big two-metre Peter. And Dyson Heppel, mate, um, yeah, you didn't notice him in that last quarter. Just had the one disposal. Mm. And he only had 15 for the game. So, like, yeah, he's been playing on the wing a bit. So, he certainly um, wasn't... Um, getting the footy as much as he has, but I think less is more with him. Um, you know, as we saw with that turnover kick into the 50. But importantly, he kicked a nice goal um, as well during the game. Yeah, mate, I kind of feel like it wasn't his um, wasn't his greatest game. Yes, there were um, that good moments here and there, like that one-two with Shield where he then delivered nicely up forward. Uh, but still, there's a couple of claims that really stand out and Again, you know, how much of that is, um, I suppose, me holding to account for the player he used to be, like how dependable and um, how tough he used to be um, and him just not performing to that level that I know he's capable of. Um, and also him being captain. I mean, I suppose you expect more um, from your captain um, where, yeah, really... Yeah, you could look at the stats line and say, oh, it looks like he played a, a solid game, but I just didn't get that that sense that he ever really had a, a massive impact on it, apart from you know, kicking that goal and um, getting an entry to, to Peter Wright. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, mate. Um, I'd have to say he did play a, a solid game, but, um, yeah, I just wish he was uh, involved in the play a bit more and, um, you know, like last week where he used his, his footy smarts to win more of the footy on the wing, um, you know, and get it to guys in good positions. I just didn't see that level of impact on this occasion. Uh, that's all. His marking was pretty good. He took six marks on the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, his kicking's definitely got limitations. And, um, yeah, he struggled to find the ball a bit. Like, but, as I said, I don't want him to have 25 disposals again, only because it's deficient, you know, it's, Deficient in his kicking skills at times, so yeah, uh, yeah. To me, I think Dyson's playing out this year, and yeah, I, I think he's no certainly have a contract next year personally. Um, but I, I can just see the club saying uh, we'll go with him again. But um, mm-hmm. you know, is that right? The right move, or is is it not? Oh, I guess time will tell. But uh, he's certainly been a loyal servant, so you know, certainly don't want to sound like I'm. Being, uh, you know, not not valuing him, but um, yeah, I just think this year's kind of proven his limitations. Mm-hmm. Sam Durham made him cop a bit of a corky as well. Um, you know, he's, he's a real effort-based player. We say it every week. You know, can't help but notice that. Mm-hmm. Just the two tackles, he doesn't get a whole heap of the ball. He had nine disposals, 11, 11 kicks, eight handballs, five marks. So he's, he's He's got a good leap on him too, mate. Yeah. But he, he just runs and runs and runs. Mm. You know, he certainly attempts to tackle. I'd like him to get a tackling coach, mate, yeah. um, over a pre-season. Yeah. Because with his effort, if he had a bit more um, IQ on how to lay the tackles, I reckon he could be a tackling beast. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that, Jane, because you know, so many times he you know, he gets a hand on him, um, but they're able to spin out of it. And... Uh, yeah, that's the difference between them potentially getting a scoring shot or not. Um, 
and also us being able to you know win the uh, win the footy back. So, and as like as you said, he's an effort he's an effort player, and um, you can absolutely see like he deserves to be out of the footy field. He like we need an animal like this guy um, to just you know pressure and harass and uh, and win the footy. And like as you say, he's got that aerial aspect of his game. Um, so yeah, the more time we can get into him, the more development, um, all the better. And as you say, if we can just get some coaching on you know, decision-making and, and tackling in particular, um, I think he'd be a really effective player for us. Yeah, you can. Harry Jones, again, right? he's, he's, look, he, I'm glad we keep getting games into him. Hmm. He's certainly not uh, having an impact on the scoreboard, just the one behind today. Um, but, yeah, I think he's marking starting to come. He, he had the five today, hmm. um, just from eight disposals. But he had two tackles as well, so for a kind of a larger athletic uh, guy, he certainly has intent. You see him busting a gut to try and lay tackles. Hmm. Um, and I, I think uh, we just need to be patient with him. Time will come and I think he'll be a great lead up forward. Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we just got to be patient um, with Jonesy. He, like, he is taking his marks. No, he's not kicking the goals yet. No, he's not getting as involved as we know he can be and use that running power. But we have to remember he's, he's spent a lot of time on the sidelines and he's now getting back up to AFL speed. Um, so, yeah, I suppose for that, it'll be better for the run, mate. Jake Stringer, quiet uh, game for him. Just a nine disposals, seven kicks and two ambles. So uh, he had five tackles, though, so certainly didn't... Um, give up the chase. There's the number of chases he put in, but mm. it's just not the typical Jake Stringer game we've come accustomed to. Yeah, as you say, quiet game, but hopefully better for the run. Um, and he, he did try to get involved, um, but it's, uh, you know, no impact on the, on the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, Jake Kelly, um, you know, you don't look at his disposals today. You look at his uh, wonderful effort on Charlie Cameron, who I think he's a big amount of goals last week, right? Um, yeah. Huge amount of goals, and this time, you know, just got loose on the one occasion goal. Yeah. But uh, fantastic play by Jake Gully, uh, who was originally dropped from this side. Yeah, I, I thought he played a, a really um, important role for us, as you say, on on Cameron, like only allowing the one goal really, um, which was excellent work. And in the evening, that last quarter, Cameron had to go down to half back to actually find some footy. So. Um, yeah, played a massive role there. No, he wasn't overly impactful himself going the other way, but, um, yeah, we really employed him as a stopper on the game, so I thought he played a solid role in, in that uh, respect. Brandon Zerg Thatcher, a huge last quarter, but it was a good all game, I thought. And, you know, his efforts are, are good, and I'm glad he's getting some reward of some senior footy and showing what he can do. Last couple of weeks, he's really uh, added a premium to him, um, you know, uh, I think we all thought he had his limitations, but yeah, you know, he's been vital the last two weeks. Yeah, as I said, I thought he played a really solid game for us. Definitely deserved of uh, yeah, one of my votes. Um, as much praise as that is, mate. But um, yeah. um, no, I thought he played another really solid game. So well done to Zerk Thatcher. Uh, Braden Ham got a run um, in the last quarter, uh, racked up the two disposals. Um, again, uh, zero tackles, but. Yeah, you know, um, it's probably hard to come into a game, but yeah, he's um, yeah, certainly was probably thankful to get on the ground and have a bit of a run around. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he did get a full quarter of footy 
only managed the, uh, the two disposals. So I, I do think it's disappointing, Jane. Um, yeah, when he does have such run in his legs, as you say, it is hard to get involved in the game um, at that point of the match. But um, yeah, I suppose when you're playing for your AFL career, really, um, I, I would have expected a bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. You think he should have a bit more run? The players have been on the ground. Seemed like a pretty warm day over there. So he probably should have had a bit more impact, at least laid a couple of tackles, which he wasn't able to do at all. So, um, yeah, certainly plenty to learn for Braden. Um, Andrew Phillips uh, thought he had a pretty tough day in the office, mate. His efforts always there. He did well to poke Darcy Fort in the eye, but um, yeah, just the seven disposals, three kicks, four ambles, three marks, three tackles. So he's, he's a tackling ruckman. Um, and just the 15 hit-outs. Yeah, I thought, um, yeah, even though it wasn't spectacular in terms of stats or or goals or anything like that, um, I thought he did play a, an important team role for us. Like, certainly, you know, there was that smothery um, Elabe and, you know, the uh, Brisbane Lions looked to be, you know, ripping through the middle of the ground. He'd done the physical things in the in the ruck, and I think it can't be undersold, the value that um, he provides in... I suppose allowing Draper to, um, uh, yeah, develop in other aspects of his of his craft. I think if Draper had to carry the whole ruck burden, um, he'd probably fall over fairly quickly. Um, whereas, yeah, Phillips just keeps battling all day, and he like laid the three tackles, um, took three marks, which was um, really good. It's you know those um, I suppose marks from ruckmen were they they can sometimes be worth their weight in gold when they're taking them above the heads of others. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, yeah, a, a, re- a relatively solid game from him, um, but I think the value to the team is probably worth more than the, the stat sheets show. Yeah. Uh, Mac Balfi, I thought he was really good today. Um, again, I kicked that goal there at the death. Um, yeah, the, to steal a win, but also like 20 disposals, 12 kicks, eight handballs, seven marks. And I thought his marking was really good and um, three tackles. So I thought it was a well for a really good game. And he was like unlucky to not to get a vote as well. Yeah, I, I thought it's it's sort of funny. You look at the stat sheet and, you know, honestly, in the first quarter or so, I thought he started really well. Um, and he was actually lacing out some beautiful passes, um, particularly from the half-back line. Um, we seem to be using him far more uh, from there early in the game. And then he seemed to sort of move forward in that second half. And, you know, I might have been reading that wrong, but that's certainly where I saw him collect a lot of the footy. He actually had eight score involvements, which was um, great to see. I thought um, no, he, he played a solid Solid role without being outstanding. I suppose a typical Matt Guelphy game is, you know, you could always see him buzzing about, uh, but he wasn't necessarily always, um, you know, front of centre. Um, but I thought he, again, played another good team role for us. So um, a good game from Matt Guelphy. Nick Martin, mate, he's had a really quiet first quarter with zero touches, um, but he worked his way into the game. He ended up only with 13 disposals, but, you know, he's a punishing player. He doesn't need many opportunities. He used the ball pretty well at the times, and um, yeah, like it wasn't one of his high disposal games, but you know, he was able to lay a couple of tackles. One of them was really important. Yeah, he did. They made, um, you know, it was funny. Like 
he was very quiet early, as he said, but um, you know, slowly got involved in the game. And then as the game kept going, he made some beautiful passes, uh, particularly off the wing going into the forward line. Um, and that's the value we, we really see from Nick Martin, his uh, decision-making, his um, beautiful boys, particularly by foot. Um, wasn't his greatest game today, Jane, um, but he certainly did um, get involved um, where he could. So I think a, um, you know, a solid game overall. And then finally, uh, Massimo uh, D'Ambrosio, um, unfortunately went off uh, injured with a, a looked like a core quad. Um, he had 13 disposals, 10 kicks, three angles, six marks, mate. So it's not bad for a first year player. Um, yeah, just the one tackle. But yeah, his kicking wasn't as good as what would come to. Like, kind of maybe kicked the ball at times. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad we keep getting games into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, he he just came off the high of being uh, nominated as a rising star, and uh, yeah, sometimes uh, then you come cr- crashing back to earth and uh, had a couple of couple of clangers. But um, one thing I really liked about his game, Jamie, he, he didn't drop his head. He kept trying, and um, you know, even if he did make a clanger, he'd make the second effort to uh, you know, try and win that footy back. And I think that kind of, um, I suppose, tenacity towards the footy and um, you know, I suppose sticking up for the jump was um, was really good to see. So, yep, not his best performance, but um, it's another game of development to this young bloke, and hopefully the, yeah, the corky doesn't keep him out for too long. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, yeah, we got through them, mate. Um, and uh, as I said, we play Gold Coast next week um, at home. So uh, let's hope the Bombers can come back and uh, continue their little mini renaissance. Um, fly the flag, or if you're barracking for a better draft pick, I guess you hope us to lose. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it's much more enjoyable when we get a few wins on the board because the first half of the season was cactus. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this little mini break of, uh, of wins. So, and you know, to beat some quality teams like St Kilda, Sydney and uh, Brisbane now uh, in the last month uh, certainly been impressive. So um, until next week, go Bombers. Go Dons.